Hey everyone, I'm Nick. And I'm Ricky. Welcome to the Demand Gen Daily Podcast. So before we kick this episode off, please remember to subscribe, like us, drop a comment below. We will answer questions if you have any. Uh, and if you do ask questions, please be, try to be specific. Tell us your business type and things like that. So we're, we're not guessing as to the industry at very minimum. So today we're talking about making good decisions in the face of uncertainty, looking at different items, maybe having limited data, maybe having decent quality data, but that's not quite good enough to draw a clear conclusion and how do we do that ricky you know what do people do when this happens yeah one of the things that uh, we definitely see happen and i think this is something that a lot of marketers can relate to is false positives when it comes to lead volume versus lead quality and you can you've probably experienced that you can drive a lot of leads but those in even with the right sales process, maybe those leads just don't convert because somebody came through the form, but it just wasn't the right fit, the right quality of lead. So the question is, what do we do about this? Because if you have an e-commerce business, you have a direct connection between the purchase and what you've done with your campaign. So that is like the perfect data that you need to make decisions on these things. Now, when you don't, when you're in a situation like working in B2B, in services, you can basically be in a situation where you don't have that connection. And what we found is with most of our clients, small business or medium and large business, there is, even if there's a CRM, there's generally, there isn't this like perfect connection with the campaigns to drive these ideal insights. So what do we do in these situations? We've found that the simple approach actually works the best. And so a lot of times what we do is a shared Google sheet where we allow our clients to actually input their business metrics, their business data. And on our end, we input the marketing data and that allows us to basically dissect and report back on those things. And we can try and get as close as possible to those things. For example, um, if they're reporting on a weekly basis or monthly basis, the number of leads that they're seeing, you might be seeing the conversions on your side, but how many of those, let's say you got 10 conversions, how many of those were actually like marketing qualified leads and how many were sales qualified leads? Have your your business or have the client rank the actual quality of those leads? You, they're talking to them. They're going to be, they're going to have a sales team that's speaking to these people, take down notes, give them a rating and see where you end up. And if they're not the quality that you want, this is where you can start to tie that back based on things like timestamps. When those leads came in, you can look at, okay, what was driving those leads? And is there something that's happening in my campaign where I've got the targeting and not ideal, or maybe the message isn't ideal? What can I do to refine that further? Yeah. And, and obviously, as we're saying all of this, the ideal method is to have like, your CRM connected with everything else. And, and have that being fed by the financial system. So the CRM Absolutely. is talking to finance and like we, you can figure out exactly what's going on. However, A, that's not generally in the scope of what we provide because we don't do CRM and we don't do ERP integrations and things like this. We always recommend them and we do have partners that help people with that. However, if you don't have them, we need to come up with a way to do this that if it's not in the budget to start integrating things, 
we just try to figure this out. And we've done everything. Like we've done like lead scoring sheets where people are scoring them zero to 10. We've done, give us how many MQLs versus SQLs. And we help people through defining what MQLs and SQLs are. Book meetings, closes, like for example, as well. Getting as granular as we can, because the biggest problem with any kind of CRM ERP system is manual error. So a few leads fall through the cracks, uh, people don't follow up on them, or they do follow up on them, but they're following up on leads 48 hours after they came in. These are the things that we really start looking at when we start trying to connect those dots. Like we've had lots of clients in the past where we've recommended, it's like, look, you need to respond to leads in this time, this amount of time and everything else and during onboarding and everything's great. And then five or six months later, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, our SQLs are drying up. And they haven't communicated to us that there's a new sales manager or a new salesperson. And all of a sudden, the follow-up system isn't being adhered to anymore. So we need to go in there and consult a bit. Hey, are you following up? How frequently? What's the pattern? What are the messages? Mm -hmm. Because just because somebody's contacting you as a lead doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to reciprocate the work back to close themselves. You would think that's like true emotionally, but from, from experience, we can tell you that there's just as many contact points following up on a lead as there are a cold outreach lead. (laughs) It's actually incredible. Going back to the data, Ricky, can you maybe give us like some examples of this where people were out there measuring things and they're like, look, we don't know if this is working or not. We're unsure. Yeah. Walk us through how, that situation. Yeah. This is definitely one of my recommendations right now. This is good for basically all periods, but right now, especially like in this market, spend more time reviewing the data, reviewing the business metrics and driving insights from those. A lot of marketers get caught up in the the daily or like the, in some cases, the hourly like testing of things and the trial and error. and Sure, that's part of the recipe for success, but if sometimes you can actually, you know, uh, easily using false positives, you can get out of good performance, good results. Oh, I'm trying to drive a lower cost per lead. And we have this one example uh, with a client recently where it's like lead volume is all they cared about. But what we did was we actually showed them in the data using their business metrics, how many booked leads, how many booked appointments. And what actually drove the revenue, when we did the analysis for them, we showed them, look, the leads actually don't have the same correlation to the revenue as the booked appointments do. And so you've got certain months where you're doing a lot of lead volume, but it's not translating into revenue and other months where you have lower lead volume, but high booked appointments, and that's translating into higher revenue. So basically by pointing that out, and we actually found that cost per lead, it may not necessarily be the best approach. Maybe looking at the cost per booked appointment gives us a much better, clear understanding of the metrics we need to be looking at. And that completely changed uh, the approach of, are we using, what type of uh, objectives are we using in our campaigns? What's the targeting look like? really changes a lot knowing that you're not just trying to drive lead volume in that case. And I think that's one of those key things where, you know, questioning the KPIs that you're using versus metrics. The KPI of cost per lead 
in that case, like bore like a lot of fruit because, you know, to your point, I, I know the example you're talking about, it's like very high months, very high lead months, not so much revenue. And then in lower lead months, very high revenue. And it's because of certain campaigns that were being run, certain uh, platforms on which those campaigns were being run on, content plans, things of that nature. Like we're driving those books, like the book calls more so than the overall leads. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure that you're taking the time, collect the data properly, go over the data. And if you don't have enough, if you're in a situation where you're spending very little in terms of your media budget, maybe you're just starting out. In those cases, just make sure you give yourself enough of a time horizon. You can't review the data on a daily basis if you're only spending a few hundred bucks. You need to be spending a little bit more substantial. So maybe you need to look at it on a weekly basis, maybe every two weeks, but make sure that it makes sense. You're not looking at like the data that you got from 50 clicks as opposed to something that's more substantial, like in the hundreds of clicks. Those are the things you want to keep in mind. 100%. Again, Thanks all for tuning in. Until next time, this is Nick and Ricky signing off.